the main support that we've been using for meditation practice is the feel of the breathing body. And breath is really rather mysterious, ephemeral. We talk about the breath, which just linguistically, the breath, makes it sound like a thing. But of course, breath is intangible. It doesn't have any thingness to it at all. Il n'y a pas de chose And in about 30 years of practice, it's really still, I was going to say, it's just as mysterious, but actually it's much more mysterious now than it was when I started practice, because when I started practice, I thought there was something called the breath. And I maybe thought there was also a kind of a right breath. That when I would meditate, that my breath should do something particular, that it should become slow, or it should go deep, or it should be subtle in some way. But as soon as we invest in some idea of how our experience should be, we close the door to really meeting our experience as it is. So there's some good news there, right? Because that means there's no particular way your breath should be, no particular way your body should feel, no particular uh, experience you should or shouldn't have. Oh, thank goodness for that. That lets me maybe just meet experience as it is. And there's actually a kind of inherent pleasantness to breathing. There's an inherent kind of relaxation that comes from attending to the breath. And that's why, it's one of the reasons why it's a particularly suitable object. Another reason is we don't need to do anything create anything, imagine anything, right? which is different from the kinds of meditation one can do with a mantra or with some visualization. In other words, with some specific directed mind activity, conceptual activity. Breath is always available. It's always right here. And it can be sensed, actually I would say infinitely, which might sound a little strange. It's like infinitely? You mean I can feel breath over there? Somewhere. But as we said yesterday, here doesn't have a specific location. Here doesn't have any edges to it. Here, in our experience, here is infinite. 
It means boundless, edgeless. And it's possible for uh, the experience of breath to actually completely fill the edgeless consciousness of our experience. Of course, that's not the biological breath. When we talk about the breath and we think about oxygen and lungs and anything else that you know about anatomy that, that I obviously don't know. Right? But what we're attending to isn't the biological breath. What we're attending to is actually what we could call the energetic experience of breathing. Right? I don't know where your lungs end exactly. About, about here, maybe? Somebody who knows, is that about right? A bit lower, a bit higher, I don't know. Okay. But definitely you can feel your breath in your arms. I mean, there's no lungs there. Right? But the, the, the energetics of the breath, the sort of the tide of breath, the expansiveness, that's an inherent characteristic of the in-breath. The softening or relaxation that's an inherent part of the outbreath. And that certain stillness in the moment where the in-breath has come to an end, which may last just a briefest of moments, or sometimes might last actually quite many seconds. And that energetic stillness, that's an inherent part of the gap between breaths. And it may be already in the retreat, or it may be today as we settle more fully into the breathing, that you have a sense of this kind of living, moving, expanding, and relaxing aliveness of breath. And maybe you have a sense in a direct way, in a powerful way, that you are not breathing. Right? Thank goodness. Because if you probably noticed already, you're not very good at remembering right, to breathe. It's a good job you're not in charge. Breath is breathing. Or we might say, life is breathing us. And that's not just some kind of poetic description. It might be quite extraordinary to really realize, not just to think about, but to really realize that life is um, beating this heart, breathing these lungs, animating this consciousness, supporting this being in ways that I didn't decide, in ways that I'm not in control of, and in ways I don't actually need to manage. And again there, oh, maybe I don't need to manage. I have to manage a few little details, right? Like cleaning my teeth, feeding myself,
But, and we sort of know that, but we tend to take a lot of responsibility as if I'm doing it all, as if I have to do it all. And then our life feels like a burden. Like, oh, I've got to fall. We do that with meditation. Right, here we go. I've got to go to the hall now. And that 10 o'clock session yesterday was a pretty long one. So I'm assuming that this is like, you know, this is the hard work session, the maha session. And then you probably know any minute I'm going to say what I usually say, right? And then, so now in this spirit we sit together. It's like, okay, right? I've got to breathe. I've got to be attentive. I've got to try and keep my mind in one place. <laughs> like the translated out breath. <laughs> Usually a French outbreath is (laughs) 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 So, as we let go of trying to do our practice, then we're able to just be more receptive to the experience that's showing up in our experience. As we let go of being responsible for trying to do meditation, for trying to do breathing, we become more receptive to the the fact of breath, the naturalness of breath, the movement of breath. And as I say, breathing can be experienced kind of throughout the body. It's like actually our whole organism becomes sensitive to experience. Usually, like I said yesterday, we kind of think consciousness resides in our head. And yet we start to feel the way our whole organism is conscious. Sometimes we notice that we're sitting quietly and there's a sound. Right? Somebody coughs in the silence. Or somebody knocks their radio and it makes a sound. And oh, we realize that we didn't just hear the sound with our ears. It's like our whole organism is registering experience. And as we let ourselves really increasingly feel the sensitivity of our organism, there's a kind of healing that happens for our nervous system. For most of us, our nervous system is kind of jacked up. Like we explored yesterday, it's used to a lot of stimulation. And also our our nervous system is kind of wired for feeling defensive, for manufacturing tension patterns in various ways. You might also notice that in meditation, right? A habitual tendency to be sitting and then notice, oh, jaw is tight, or eyes are screwed up, or fists are clenched or shoulders are three centimetres higher. 
oh, than they need to be. And so noticing those tensions and letting them soften. It's like we're actually training or educating our nervous system in a way that's maybe more profound than we actually realize in the moment. We're training it to be able to um, abide. Demeurer. The pouvoir demeurer ainsi. To be able to rest. Maybe that there's actually a deeper quality of rest that's available to us in meditation than even the rest of sleep. Sometimes we've kind of we've been asleep, but we know that kind of mind has been active in various ways. Some people, even in sleep, which is in theory as relaxed as you get, right? But some people know that in this, they sleep with their jaws clenched. Or actually some people are grinding their teeth in their sleep. Right? So it doesn't suggest very relaxed. Right? Some people, when they're asleep, you can lift up their arm and it stays there. Not very relaxed. <coughs> and so it also may be that as, as we kind of give ourselves to the process of meditation, as we, come, as we allow our, the organism of feeling life, conscious life, physical life, as we allow it to become more sensitive, as we allow it to rest, and we find a certain growing brightness of consciousness. We might find that we need less sleep. Often in the first day or two we feel we need more sleep, but then as the days of a retreat go on, it might be, mean that we need less and less because we're getting a different quality of rest. So, partly I offer these reflections to kind of recognize the territory of your practice, to orientate in such a way as so as you can kind of um, align with the conditions that allow you to rest into meditation, rest into body sitting, rest into body breathing. And often when we really rest into body breathing, there's a sort of certain natural dropping down of our attention. We might start to feel as we rest that actually the lungs, the chest, isn't the most um, predominant area of experience. Again, biological breath, we know that that's mostly happening in the lungs. And I think there are even some nerves in the lungs. Maybe medical people know. I know that just because in a previous retreat I said, I'd I'd imagine there are no nerves in the lungs. And then somebody was a doctor and said, "Uh, yes. So now I know there are some nerves in the lungs. But uh, energetically or experientially with the breath, 
we find that the, the belly, and particularly the lower belly, is actually uh, more active in our experience. So it may be that attention naturally drops down there, and it also can be very helpful to consciously direct your attention lower down in your belly, in your body. And just in being conscious of breath as a way to be present, moment by moment, that you really let yourself feel the subtle sense of expansion down in your lower belly. The experience of relaxation in the out-breath, down in your lower belly. That you stay present in that still point between breaths, down in your lower belly. And it may be, sometimes, often, it's the case as we do that, that our lower belly starts to feel kind of round. Sometimes it feels really big. Sometimes we might think, my God, and we open our eyes to check. Because it feels like I'm about seven months pregnant. And culturally, we have a lot of um, idealization around a small belly, a flat belly, a not round belly. And so sometimes the feeling is of a roundness and there's a certain um, inherited anxiety about belly being round. But in meditation, round belly, nice belly. (laughs) Round belly, happy belly. And that's how it starts to feel, right? There's an inherent kind of well-being to relaxing into being here. You know those... uh, You know those pictures you may have seen or little figurines, sometimes kind of good luck figurines of Japanese Buddhas? Big fat ones, right? Monks, big fat monks. And we see, well, monks, they're supposed to be living some kind of ascetic life, right? How come these Japanese monks are represented as having big round bellies? And it's not necessarily because of the physically, but it's actually that that round, that big belly is a representation of this kind of fullness, an embodied fullness, an embodied roundness. Hmm. And if it's hard to connect with that in the process of meditation, it can be helpful even just to put one or even both hands, if you like, down on your lower belly. When I say lower belly, I mean that area just below your navel. So, very simple practice. And yet, as we maybe, as we know from experience, simple but not easy. Not easy because mind goes in all its different directions like we explored yesterday. And yet simple because wherever mind goes, 
doesn't really matter. Whatever uh, inner dramas or details one gets caught up in, you're still actually here. Breath is here. Body is here. Life is here. And so all we need to do for our practice is recognize that despite the fantasy, the planning, the remembering, the storytelling, oh, at the moment where life wakes us up, just remembering, oh, I'm here. It's all here. And just that gentle redirecting of our attention to the here-ness of experience, the here-ness of belly, the here-ness of breath. And that way we train our own capacity to be here in an easeful way, in a full way in a restful way, in a responsive way. So, in this spirit then, we sit here together. So really setting up your posture consciously. That stability and feeling the contact between legs, feet, ground. Letting your spine be upright. So that that slight inner curve in your lower back actually lets your belly come forward. Lets your belly be round. That openness in your chest and shoulders. And that relaxation in your posture. Just gently softening your eyes, your jaw. Arms and hands. And belly. Feeling the way breath is just breathing naturally. 
Acknowledging the fact that your awareness is right here, that you're conscious right now. And letting your practice be one of bringing these two things together. Natural awareness and natural breath. Letting the awareness and breathing meet down in your belly. Feeling the expansion of the in-breath down in your belly. Feeling the relaxation of your out-breath down in your belly. And letting everything stop in that moment of stillness between breaths down in your belly. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.